Let's go. What's up, everybody? Paul Hickey here with NoOffSeason.com, and I am here with my man Greg Longto. And uh, we are pumped to have you with us. And we would love it if you check out the sports card investment report at NoOffSeason.com. You can save 20% on the sports card investment report by using the promo code NoOffSeason, all lowercase, at checkout. And uh, Greg, Greg's a member. He's a member of the sports card investment report. He knows that it's a unique ranking of athletes and cards that you can buy and uh, we put a lot of work into that and um greg i uh as always awesome to have you on we got a lot of great sports card strategy to talk about today how you doing man i'm great and you oh i've never been better you know i my confidence <laughs> is growing um you know I've, i'm feeling like you know i got i got into sports card investing a little over a year ago and I knew it was going to be a lengthy process to try to figure out the right moves to try to make money. And I'm not going to lie, man, there's ups and downs. Like I've made some bonehead plays, like just bonehead plays. I've blown a lot of money, but it's been fun and it's been a learning experience. And, and like at age 40, I needed it. I needed like this rejuvenation in my life. And I've always loved sports. And um, for those of you listening out there, like, it's okay to make mistakes, um, and but I'm just at a point of like high confidence level right now. Like I feel like the plays I'm making are spot on, and more than anything, I feel like the show is doing really well, thanks in part to you. And I feel like uh, yeah. the sports card investment report is just getting stronger and stronger every every minute of every day. So, uh, I mean, I'm not making this up. Like that, you know, from a sports card standpoint, I am feeling great. Um, it is and I'm excited to jump to in and it, it, it's, I'm sorry <laughs> to jump in, but I mean, what you're telling, I just sold a card an hour ago and it was a mistake that I made on my side. I lost money on it. I just loved the card, loved the player. I lost about $50 on this card, but you know what? I don't care. It's, it's one of the first three cards that I bought. I loved it. I had fun and I learned that, you know, I, don't want to invest in that type of player. And, you know, it, it's very, very important to make mistakes. And for person that are people that are, you know, looking to invest and make this a hobby and make a couple of dollars on the side with it, you know, um, don't discourage yourself. Don't, don't let you down by, you know, you're going to have losses. You're going to have big wins, big losses probably, but Hey, this is, this is what we're in for. And even if you were buying stocks or crypto or whatever, you would do the same. I lost a shit ton of money with some stocks that I bought of companies and all that stuff. And I mean, th this, this is how it goes, man. It's just, it's a way more fun. It's a, yeah, way more fun type of investment, you know, and you know, we look and we get to do this thing together also. So man, let's, uh, don't discourage yeah, yourself. Exactly. And, uh, you know, just just take 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 the loss, learn, and and move on. Yeah, everybody, we're here for you. We're here for you. I mean, we we want you to be part of the community. We want you to join the Facebook groups. Search Sports Card Strategy in your Facebook groups, and we'll let you in. And um, yeah, we we want to help you out. So um, let's talk about uh, recent buys and sells because you know I've. 
my sell list is short, so we can jump right into your your buys and then my buys. Um, my sell list, I just segueing out of the the discussion we just had about making mistakes. I mean, I'm listing. I have over 150 auctions right now up on eBay, and a large majority of them are mistakes that I made that I'm just selling off right now. And like everyone bidding on them is going to get a hell of a deal. Like everyone's going to get underpriced cards, like good players, high grades, but like base cards, basically. Um, with the exception of a few, I mean, I have, I have high graded, really good players, like the superstar players, the up and coming guys, the LaMelo balls, you know, um, the, the Anthony Edwards is like, you know, but they're just, they're not things that I want to be part of my strategy anymore. Um, so I'm ready to just kind of to sell them off and they're good cards. Uh, everyone out there is going to, going to like probably get them for about, um, 50 to 80% off of what, what I paid for them. So there's a good chance that they could probably make some money on them. Um, but yeah, to your point, I mean, I just had to realize that uh, my knowledge level now is at a completely other level than it was 18 months ago. And I am confident in what I'm doing in spite of my mistakes. And so, um, yeah, it's just, you, gotta, you got to realize that like even the smartest investors in the stock market or, or wherever, in maybe in businesses and private companies, the smartest investors hit on like one out of every, what, 50 to 100 of their plays. And so it's just a matter of learning from the mistakes and, and putting, you know, but trusting yourself. Um, so that said, man, I'd love to hear uh, what, your, what your recent purchases were. And for, for the audience who's like, maybe this is your first time listening to us, the reason why we kick off every show with what we've recently purchased is because we want you guys to learn from our actual purchases and sales um, why we are buying certain cards, how much we're buying them for, and what, what the actual play is that we think we're making when we do this. So I'm going to let Greg kick us off, and um, we may or may not have a unique twist this week on, uh, on this segment. But uh, Greg, why don't you walk everybody through what, <laughs> may or may what, what you're thinking a here twist. with this <laughs> Well, last week with Kendall, <laughs> last week with Kendall, I literally bought a card on the show. I think I bought two cards on the show, actually. So yeah, we're, that's what I heard. We're heating up here. We're making we're making transactions on the show these days. Yeah, and I I like what you say by saying that you know you're moving into a different strategy, and you know as you go, I, I think that's. no matter the time you've been in this hobby, I mean, you like different sports. Like I wasn't a basketball fan until I got into the hobby. So now, you know, I, I, I like certain players. I like certain plays in basketball. So I, I started buying some cards there, selling as well. Um, but, you know, as, as it goes, I'm finding out more and more that what I prefer collecting, what I prefer investing in is definitely soccer and Formula One. And mm -hmm. I mean, the, the Formula One is, I believe, the talk of the town right now. The talk of the hobby. It's crazy. Even basketball, uh, basketball, football investors, 
sellers, buyers. Uh, all I see in groups, all I see on Instagram is want to buy, looking for F1. You know, everyone is trying to jump on it. So, and I like the rarity of the product. So anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to start praising Formula One once again. That, that's not the question. What I bought, I bought a super nice uh, Topps Chrome Raw Rookie of Pedri, a super short print. Uh, I think it's the green bubble refractor version. Beautiful, beautiful card. Super happy about it. I also bought a Gavi um, out of 99 out of the uh, Mason Mount curated set. So was super happy about that play as well. Um, I could probably have looked for a different deal, you know, have pay a little less on this card. But I really believe, I think Gavi has a hype uh, around him. And I think that the young players of uh, Barcelona, um, and if they, land, um, if, if they land new players, which will happen uh, in the market this summer, I mean, I think Barcelona are, are going to become great again uh, very soon. And Gavi is one of the most uh, looked after rookie so these were my two soccer buys of the week and uh f1 now um i sold a lot i, I sold my two big lewis hamilton cards that i had uh mostly to stack up and make sure that i can get a portrait image variation from the 2020 set um thankfully for me which my fan heart uh hates to see but uh Mercedes is struggling so far this season. I think Lewis is doing a great job, um, you know, get the most out of the car. Uh, in Saudi Arabia, he was, I, I mean, a little strategy um, malfunction. I'll say, I'll say it like this. A uh, little strategy malfunction made that he went from 6th to 10th, ended up placing 10th. But anyway... Um, there's probably going to be a small dip in the market. And when I say small, I don't think Lewis Hamilton's market will crash because of performance. He's already the greatest driver of all time. Um, so yeah, so I bought, uh, I sold to stack up some money for uh, a big Lewis Hamilton card. And um, on the other side, I bought a Lando Norris uh, Portrait Sapphire PSA 10 and also some raw sapphire cards of lando norris um mclaren has a disappointing start to the season it's been hard i mean lando scored their first points in saudi arabia he's doing the best he can out of this card but his market is still going up it's crazy people believe in lando norris it's not always about performances right now it's also about star power. It's about a lot of different things in the market. And I believe Lando has it all. Once again, I'll say it every single show I'm on. <laughs> I highly believe in the guy. And once he wins a race, because he will in the near future, his market's just going to blow up. So in a positive way. So these were my... My buys of the last two weeks.
Yeah, Lando's only 22, and he is uh, in our top 40 in our sports card investment report. So I encourage all of you to check that out. And Greg made some uh, amazing moves there to position himself to get this Lando Norris lot that he was kind of alluding to. So this this um, Sapphire uh, is is no, serial numbered, correct? Is that serial numbered out of 99? And I think yes, it's sir. going for... I want to say it's going for around 800 raw, um, maybe even more than that. I saw the the latest comps on eBay, I believe. Uh, yeah, so I guess 850 in a PSA 8, it sold back in January. So it's it's probably, that's usually comparable to a raw card. It's probably, um, although for F1, I've noticed that even the 8 grade outsells the raw a lot of times, which is, you know, especially for these, refractors these this is an aqua refractor out of 99 so i think um greg tell us what you paid for this lot because i think you got this one and then you got this other um sapphire uh rookie lando norris tops chrome 2020 sapphire it's a um base card but it's uh going for over 200 dollars. and then um this this one i don't even know what it was you had to tell me it was numbered out of out of 15 or 25 but it's a Grand Prix driver of the day, Grand Prix Belgium. So it's him in, in the car, in the McLaren car, and it kind of has an orange. It's like an orange refractor out of 15 or 25. Which one is, which one is that? And orange is that? Sapphire, orange com- Sapphire refractor. There's yep. two different comps. There's one raw at 500, and there's also a SGC 9.5 at 275. So, okay. I mean, when and then there's so, this then there's this base base refractor that was kind of thrown in as the as the fourth one right and we don't really know what that one's going to do it's just a second year base refractor but it's like not bad tell us what you paid for this whole lot and like break this down for us 1200 uh 1200 yeah. US of course uh which is i mean the play in that lot for me there there's not much, it, it's not a big deal, you know, because in a market yeah. that's as hot as Formula One, and I don't see this market slowing down anytime soon, um, you, you, can't, you can't be looking to pay 60, 70, you know, percent of comps. Um, and the, the play yeah. is to look at the future of... Um, the future of this uh, of this market is it is it going to still go up? Uh, I believe so. I mean, when you look when you look in two, five, ten years, let's say a Lewis Hamilton card. Uh, we're talking about Lando. When Lando wins, if Lando wins a world championship, look at what uh, is happening right now with uh, Charles Leclerc. Um, which is very funny because I'm uh, my first language is French and saying his name in English is pretty funny. But um, when you look at his market, who's exploding right now. Um, but anyway, w- w- my point is when you look at Lewis Hamilton cards right now, which are very expensive, but when you compare these cards to any LaMelo ball, uh, Desmond Bain, any, you, you could pay well over $1,000 for these cards. And you look at Lewis and you can pay 1500 for a PSA 9 of an image variation. For me, in five or 10 years, 
when this is the first set of his cards, official cards, because he still has some rookies from 2007, which are very rare. Um, I mean, these cards are going to be worth how much? Like 10 times? In my opinion, yeah. I, I don't know. My, my guess is as good as yours. But um, the, the play I wanted to make with um, uh, Lando's lot was really the Aqua out of 99, which is pretty rare. And for me, would be my biggest card in my collection so far. So that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, so the Lando, just to kind of break this down for everybody, the Lando lot, he got, um, he paid, tw he paid $1,200. Um, and a t basically, there's, there's over $1,500 easily worth of value in the lot. So Greg basically, he's right. Like in a market where F1, like there's no chance that you can pay under comps for something ever basically with with any card um that's worth anything um he he paid under comps for like three big cards by buying this lot so i think it was an amazing play and you sold the hamilton for how much uh to did the hamilton cover this entire lot for you or tell us about that real quick uh well i was able to 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 sell my sgc 10 uh base portrait of lewis for 480 canadian which is about 400 us which is i mean right around comps uh and the second one was my gold wave refractor that i actually bought from lou janu uh of the card talk oh yes podcast. i remember that i remember yes, that i bought it that, for that, uh, purchase yeah i mean i mean it's uh it was a great card uh i wanted to hold on to it for me it had personal value my first big lewis hamilton card but when i saw the opportunity of getting uh this lot and also a lewis hamilton card i decided to put it up on my slabs for 619 us and i sold it in three hours asking price no deal so i was super happy about it so i mean the, the collector also i once again my slabs is life i love this platform <laughs> and i mean i wrote to the seller I, I i wrote to the buyer and i uh congratulated him on the buy and he was super happy he asked me to ship to his pwcc vault Um, and he was, Hey, do you have any other cards? And we, you know, started, uh, chatting on Instagram as well. Uh, so, you know, this community is nothing short of amazing. And, uh, for me, it was not trying to bank on Hamilton, but you know, I, I'm just looking for a very specific card, which I'm trying to get in the near future. Yeah, for sure. So before we want to, we need to continue the work. We're going to continue the F1 and soccer discussion because like my plays were, were all F1 and soccer as well over the last week. Um, so, and we will get into other sports today, but um, um, tell us about the Pedri, uh, the Pedri play. So you, you bought, I assume you were talking about the UEFA tops chrome green neon refractor out of 99. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on that one, but that, that seems to be an amazing, amazing card. And we're both high on Pedri. Tell us about that. It's, I don't know if it's the green neon. I'll, I'll show it to you right here on the screen. Okay. Yeah. So you can see the, okay. Yeah. The, that's, uh, the bubbles on the card. 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've got the wrong one pulled up, but that one, yeah, that one looks uh, looks very similar. Um, and you know, gorgeous looking card. Uh, what what's the serial number on that? Is there a serial number on it? Uh, no, because it's. I mean, it's raw, and I don't have a picture of the back on my phone, and it's in the mail. So ah, okay. I'm going to have to get back to you on this, but I paid it under hundred us. I believe the seller needed a bit of money. So there's, there's always these kind of opportunities in the market where some people, you know, want to make sure they have enough cash flow when they go in card shows or, you know, they have um, in the case of uh, the Lando Norris uh, PSA 10, uh, the guy, the seller, amazing guy, Huddy's card shop wanted to buy a bulldog. So, <laughs> so he just needed the, the funds right now and said, you know what, I'm, I'm willing to let it go for, for less than comps. So I jumped on the opportunity for sure. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the Pedri play. And I'm actually looking to get more raw, um, cards of Pedri also. I believe in this player. So I, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you on Pedri. He's I've moved him up in the sports card investment report multiple times. I believe he's in the top fifty. I believe you have the Aqua Refractor out of one ninety nine, which is a heck of a card. I could be wrong on that, but that's um that's a great play, and I'm super jealous. Uh, sounds like you got it at a great price. So, well. Well done on that. Um, and do you plan to get any of these cards graded? I know you said you're keeping the Lando Aqua. Um, that's the one you're going to keep out of that lot. Uh, and oh, then for this sure. Pedri, for sure. Think, this one's going send straight these to, to PSA, PSA or what's the play? Okay. For sure. It's going Tell the audience about that real quick. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. The Pedri. I actually have two George Russell refractors that are going to PSA. So the Lando Norris Aqua is going there, and I believe the orange, um, yeah, this one. What a beauty. And the mm-hmm. orange, I think yep. so, uh, are going to go to PSA as well. I'm going to see, uh, actually, if you are interested in one of these, except the Aqua, uh, I can you know, let you do the play of sending it to PSA. And... Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to sell it raw. So if a friend of mine wants to uh, do that play, I'll do it. No, no problem. If not, I mean, I'm going to sell all these three to PSA and uh, make them graded. And, you know, the thing with Formula One cards is um, they're hard to grade. These Sapphire are hard to grade. And when you look at the price of PSA 9s, they are about the same price as a raw plus fees of having them graded by PSA. So you're not losing money. You're not making any money right now on this play by getting them graded if they come back a nine. But if they come back a 10, it's basically winning the lottery. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think like, You've mentioned this on previous episodes, and I, after doing my research pretty strong into F1 over the last couple of weeks, I think you're right on PSA 9s being a really good play right now. Like, just buying PSA 9s 
of, of F1 cards specifically because there, there's less of a price differential on the resale market of like uh, F1 PSA 9s to PSA 10s versus other sports. PSA 9s to PSA 10s, like F1 PSA 9s sell for like 40%. PSA 9s sell of like 40% of PSA 10s, whereas like in other sports, PSA 9s sell for like 10, 10 to 15% of PSA 10s. So I think that um, that is a good thing for both having your cards graded and just straight up buying PSA 9s that have already been graded because like you just said, these the value of these cards are going to continue to increase in P, even in PSA 8s and PSA 9s, let alone PSA 10s, SGC 10s, etc. So um, yeah, I love the play. I'm... I, uh, we've got too much to get to in the next 27 minutes for me to make a decision, but I'm actually, I'm going to get back to you after the show <laughs> and, um, we'll report no back on this, but I may, I may have some interest in this, uh, in, in having you send in this one for me if I make a play before, but like part of the play is you sending it in for me, but like me getting it regardless of the grade, but just like, since you already have it, like you send it in for me. And then when you get it back and I'll like, you know, we'll fig well, I'll obviously compensate you somehow in the play for the grading fee and everything. But let me, let, let, let me do some thought. I think that could be some good, good follow-up content for us to come back and be like, okay, you know, here's what I did with Greg and you know, here, you know, cause I, I do like Lando Norris. I'm, I'm a believer that McLaren will, Either McLaren's going to get their, their shit together and Lando is going to ball out with McLaren this year, or he's just good enough to, to go somewhere else in the future that's got a better car and a better, a better team. But I, th- I don't know what his contract looks like, but he's only 22. And I also, signed, here's the other he thing. He just signed that another contract him. with McLaren for a few years. So the play is very long-term. Uh, I, okay. think, I think McLaren's going to figure their stuff out. Um, that's it. Yeah. And, and, um, I think that like the RC designation on, uh, on the 2020 tops Chrome is huge for not only Lando, but also George Russell, who I'm about to segue over to in a second. Let me show the audience, the Pedri, the Pedri that I think you got, uh, I already closed out of the Pedri window. Never mind. Um, gorgeous looking Pedri card, but anyway, um, yeah, I think, um, I think that the RC designation is huge for, for a couple of reasons. Um, it's the first, it's the inaugural set of this, of this Topps Chrome product. And the second year, uh, 2021 version is already doing very, very well. And um, I think that people that are going to get into F1 cards uh, soon, like, like I did recently after collecting other sports and investing in other sports, just, being enamored with F1 is bound to happen with um, thousands, if not tens of thousands of other sports card investors sooner rather than later. And basically as people learn, I think they're going to look for this RC designation. And as good as Charles Leclerc is, uh, I probably butchered that in, in the French. No, no, you actually did well. And in, um, in French, it's just the R, the difference is Charles Leclerc. So you did Charles Leclerc. It's perfect. Sh- Charles Leclerc is, um, <laughs> is he, he's, he, de- he doesn't have the RC designation, but guys like George Russell and Lando Norris do. And I think that, you know, of course, 
Charles cards are going to sell through the roof because he's just amazing. He could win it. He could win the championship this season. Two, we're just two races in, but he's, he's dominated so far. But, but, um, but I think like for, for people coming into F1, they're going to look for that RC designation. So that was a factor in me dropping $575 on this, uh, uh, no, $550 best offer accepted. I, I paid $550 for this, um, 2020 tops Chrome F F1 George Russell refractor PSA nine. This is what I was talking about in terms of just going out, going out and buying the nine and then hoping that, that this increases in value. George Russell, they talk about him as a future world champion and he's, he's obviously with Mercedes. I've heard you say that he's going to win his first F1 race this year. Are you still confident in that? Yeah. I mean, Mercedes has eight straight, world constructors championships <clears throat> so even though they're struggling and he still placed four and fifth with a struggling car so imagine what he's gonna do when mercedes figure they're proposing whatever you call it issues i mean it's downforce issues basically so when they figure that out he's gonna jump on a podium once again and he's gonna be a solid contender when if you put George Russell in any of the best car, he is going to, I mean, he's the best talent out of the grid. There's nothing to discuss with it. I, I would have the bet. I, I would have the conversation with anyone about this. Um, for me, George Russell, I mean, of course, Lewis Hamilton is the most established driver. He's not an up and coming talent. He already is a seven time world champion, but for me, George Russell uh, will win many, many races in Formula One. I think this year he will do. Um, so, I mean, your PSA 9 there, there is going to explode in value, of course, when that happens. And uh, I'm looking forward to have the same two refractors that I have um, basically come back 9 or 10s. If, uh, I mean... I I think your the PSA nine there uh, good price right around comms five fifty good play, but the PSA ten is fifteen hundred. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's so like you know, and this is where I wish that I had made some decisions differently, um, and I could have just had I made some different different decisions, I could have just gone after the PSA ten, which I think. I, I think I see where you're going and I, I sort of agree that like the PSA nine's a great play and my play there is I'm going to wait until he wins a race or wins a world championship and that thing skyrockets in value. Obviously one is much more of a long-term play than the other, but I think, you know, ideally I would have um, not bought so many base cards over the last year and I would have been in a position where I could have just simply bought the PSA 10, but Unfortunately, we're all, you know, we're all on a budget, at least un until, yes. until I get, um, un until the sports card investment report has 10,000 uh, monthly subscribers, which maybe it will sooner than I think. But right now we're not really near that number and I'm <laughs> on a budget. So um, the other George Russell card I bought was actually from, uh, I think the same guy that you mentioned, Huddy's card shop, Andrew Hudson, right? So yeah, Andrew- it's on a little Facebook thread with Greg and I, and I got, I got this bad boy right here. If you can, let me try to get that. There we go. So this is, um, 
I don't know, maybe an equally desirable card, maybe a slightly less desirable card. The thing I like about F1 is that there's a lot of different variations. This one happens to be a short print, 70th anniversary, tops chrome, freshest uh, refractor short print. So it's not serial numbered. I guess neither is the, neither is the regular refractor. Uh, this one is listed on the checklist as a short print. And I bought this raw from Andrew for $225. He gave me a great price on it. So I'm actually really excited about this. And both of those cards are going straight to the vault. So I don't know if this one would grade a 10. I think highest it would grade a nine, but I'm not going to be in a position to actually send it to grading probably until this summer. So what do you, what do you think about my play here? What, what would you do if you were me? Well, I almost did it. Uh, but as I said, I, I already invested about $1,000 in George Russell. So... For me, I wanted to diversify my F1, um, my F1 inventory. So that's why I went for Lando Norris and also keep money to get a Lewis card. Um, as I sold all my Lewis, um, you know, impactful cards, I'll say it like this. So I, I love this play. I'm glad you got it. I think it's a great card. The price was great as well. There's a play to be made also if you keep it raw or if you get it graded. Uh, I just think that Formula One is such a market of collectors. People will love this card raw. And if it's graded, even though it doesn't get a lot of value if it comes back an eight or nine, um, the collectors are still going to be very happy to have it and for a long time. There's a lot of George Russell collectors out there. Um, so I, I, I absolutely love this play. I, I, wish, I wish I had the money as well to, to do it, but I'm glad, I'm gl I'm glad you did it and, uh, as I was not able to do it, unfortunately. Yeah, man, you, you helped me do it. Uh, you helped me do it, so I, I appreciate it. And again, like your, your example from my slabs, I think on this one everybody wins because I know Andrew was happy, I was happy, you were happy kind of connecting us. And so it's just just... Super fun doing this. Another one, um, another one um, that I want to share with the audience because I want to be historically correct on this guy, um, but I want you to be objective with me, is uh, this Os Oscar Piastri. I, so my thought here is I did a lot of research on this card, and this guy had this uh, 2021 Topps Chrome F1 Oscar Piastri Ray Wave Refractor SGC 10 listed for, I believe it was a $7.99 buy it now or best offer. And so uh, credit to the seller, we went back and forth several times on this and he ended up, I think, giving me the right price, which was $4.99. I didn't pull trigger right away. I thought that seems like the right price, but I wanted to wait for a few reasons. First of all, I wanted to do a little bit more research on the Ray Wave Refractor, okay? Because it's not serial numbered, but it is a short print. I believe it's in one out of every three or four packs of the, uh, according to Checklist Connection. Um, I also wanted to do a little bit of research on SGC graded F1 cards. Um, because I know that like eBay has a lot of, has a lot of sales of PSA graded, uh, yep. F1 cards, but not as many sales of SGC graded F1 cards. I'm sold on Oscar Piastri for better or worse. I, you know, that 
I'm going to die on that sword or I'm going to hit the jackpot. I don't know. Um, either way, I think that this card is a sweet card. It's great that it's already a gem mint 10. Um, and you had, you, I texted you this over the weekend and you texted me back a little bit of analysis. I want you to share with the audience, you know, what, how you think I did with this, with this card and what you think the ultimate play will be with this card and, and with this driver, I guess. Well, Oscar is part of the Alpine family in Formula One. So I think the short-term, well, mid-term play, uh, he's going to probably replace Fernando Alonso because um, Fernando Alonso is 39. I don't think he'll be there forever. Um, so, yeah, and he's a huge, huge talent. I absolutely love the look of the black talks around this card. And there are two different ways to see. It's a very good buy, actually. Congratulations on this. Um, I'm going to go where the two plays and then the question I have regarding up-and-coming F1 drivers. Um, mm -hmm. For a collector, having this card as a gem mint in the black talks is probably one of the best looking card you can have. I mean, the black and white refractor in a black and white slab is outstanding. So for collectors to have it this way, I mean, people are going to love it. For value and resale value, I, I trust SGC. And word on the street is that getting a SGC 10 is harder than getting a PSA 10. So if I had to make a play for instant or long-term profit, I would buy this card from you, crack it open, send it to PSA, and get a PSA 10. And then it will, uh, I think, make twice the money. Some of the cards in the Formula One world are, some of the SGC graded card are doing very well, but I think it's doing very well for, uh, a, if you open the box or open packs, got to hit, get it graded, you know, grade and flip. So you're, you, yeah. you can make a lot of money by doing that, but by buying it, and if you want to invest in uh, these drivers, um, I, I, I would totally send it to PSA, get it graded, get a 10 because it got an SGC 10 and, uh, and go on from there. So that, that, that's what I would do for for profit for a collector standpoint i would keep it in the in the sgc talks totally and the question i have when i see the prices of oscar piastri theo Pourcher, um and all these up-and-coming drivers is that i'm starting to see the same kind of hype and market as baseball as yep. the up-and-coming uh players i mean Bobby Witt Jr.'s cards are, and I, I'm going to, I'm just going to say something for the image there. So don't, uh, people that, that will listen to the episode or <laughs> don't watch. Don't jump all over Greg for yeah, what he's about to say. Don't jump people. all over me, but I mean, you, Bobby Witt's cards are probably as expensive as Mike Trout cards and Shohei Otani, yeah. which makes total nonsense to me. To me, as a, you know, I'm, 
not a baseball collector, probably your Kendall uh, friend there, um, part of the family can uh, destroy what I'm saying, but I just want to get an image of saying, and how can you make more value on a prospect that hasn't quote unquote proved anything in the big leagues um, before he even gets there versus an MVP that's been there for years and years and proving that he's one of the best players ever. So um, yeah, that's it. That, that, that's just my yeah, take on sure. it. For sure. A couple, a couple more um, points I want to make on Oscar, just to piggyback off on what you're saying. One of the reasons why I even got onto Oscar is because um, of, of the fact that they do include these F2 drivers in the F1 checklist. So for those of you who are listening and are, or watching and are new to F1, um, I'm fascinated by the fact that this happens. It's like including Bowman, Bowman first prospect cards and chrome cards in with the tops chrome set and so it's like double bang for your buck because you get these these prospect cards and in this case oscar gets a future stars designation on on just about all of his cards in the 2021 set and that was one of the things that sold me to go to my next play which is buying a box of uh the these 2021 tops chrome f1 cards and i think i got a good price 1150 um, which is up from where they, they came out at. But I think 1150 US, um, free shipping, which was actually a big factor because some of these, you know, $25, $50 shipping fee, it all adds up. So 11, 1150 US, um, free shipping. So ship to the vault, so no taxes. So I think that that's going to be um, that, you know, it's Oscar crazy. is someone, go to nooffseason.com and click on Oscar Piastri's uh, profile. I think he's number 15 on the Sports Card Investment Report. I want you all to just read why he is. It's, I don't, I'm not going to talk about it all on the podcast today, but there's several reasons why he is. And, and I'm glad that I pulled trigger on this Ray Wave refractor, but I'm actually, I've actually got several other bids in on some bigger, way bigger bangers than this one. And one of the reasons why I almost didn't accept this is because I wanted to save some money for those others. But I ended up buying this one because I just think it makes sense to have as many of these that I can possibly have that are for the right price because then I'm in a situation where I'm just giving myself more upside for the future and I, I really really believe believe in that whether or not he ever does anything in F1 um, as long as there's hype around this guy uh, and there's hype around F1 I think that, um, that, that this is a good play so um Um, let me, let me list off the rest of my plays all at once because they're basically all around the same guy and <laughs> go to, and then Greg, I want your analysis on this, but in, in last week's show, Kendall and I essentially determined that Caden Clark might be one of the best, uh, soccer players to buy, um, because he has some, really inexpensive banger cards, meaning refractor autos and, and uh, serial numbered refractors, uh, low numbered serial refractors in the 2020 Topps Chrome MLS set. So while some people are, a lot of people are still sleeping on MLS cards, we feel like Caden Clark, uh, he's on loan to the New York Red Bulls from, I believe the Leipzig in the Bundesliga franchise. He's only 18 years old and his cards are just 
astronomically uh, affordable, if that makes any sense at all. But I've spent, yeah. um, I've, I think I've bought nine in total Caden Clark cards, varying from uh, this pink X Fractor refractor uh, for twelve fifty to the um, the green refractor out of ninety nine SGC nine for eighty nine dollars to I think some of the best. I think this the best one was recently this uh, PSA 1010 auto tops Chrome MLS Sapphire uh, refractor auto for 535. And then I'll just say like, I think I've bought four of just his refractor autos all for less than a hundred dollars. So I just think that um, he's on the U S men's national team. He's 18 years old. He's probably not going to do anything in 2022 world cup. But if you're looking at the 2026 World Cup, and if you're looking at between now and then having opportunities for him to play and score goals in the Champions League, this just felt like, 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 like a golden goose just just sitting there waiting to scoop up. But uh, but what do you, what do you think? I mean, um, did I have to I sell think- you on this, or when I when I started talking about this, did you like it already? I like it already, and I mean. I think the soccer market where it's going to be in 2026 is not really who's going to be the best player there, but who's the most hyped player. I mean, once again, we were talking about baseball and let's say Bobby Witt or um, any other prospect versus MVPs. And when you look at the soccer market, look at the value of Christian Pulisic. It's insane. Um, because where does he play? Well, Chelsea. And he plays also for the U.S. men's national team. On the team, U.S. Which, men's national team. So, I mean, of course, if uh, where is the larger part of the market? In the U.S. And, I mean, who's going to want to collect these players? I mean, uh, of course, where are you looking? When you look at Canada, the biggest market in Canada is Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David. These two guys... I mean, if you have a card of one of these guys, you sell it like this and it's completely normal. So um, I love that play. I'm actually going to get on the Caden Clark train uh, after the episode. I'm going to look to buy one or two cards of, of this guy for sure. And I mean, the, the, the plays uh, U.S. men's national team, but also he plays in the MLS. Who was playing in the MLS and got transferred for the bigger clubs? A lot of guys, including Alfonso Davies, um, who is now playing for uh, uh, Bayern Munich. Uh, is the, I don't know how you say it in English. Bayern, Bayern, whatever. Uh, he plays for Munich. You nailed it. I don't even think. I don't even think. Uh, no disrespect to my fellow Americans, but I don't even think they know how to say uh, <laughs> to, to say that franchise. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I mean, he was playing for the Vancouver Whitecaps and got transferred. Um, so, I mean, his value exploded right there and his cards from when he was with the Vancouver Whitecaps, uh, are actually super rare to find and unbuyable also. Um, so here you go, man. That's it. You know, if you could, if you could, um, parachute me down into a world where I've never spent any money on sports cards, but I have all the knowledge that I have today. I would probably take all the money that I have spent on sports cards and spend them on <laughs> these Caden Clark cards and then all of the F1 stuff that we've talked about. 
Like, uh, um, and, I would love and, to travel maybe, back in time, man. I know. And, and maybe one more. When you top scrum, when they came out. Go ahead. Maybe one more. And I want to, I want, I want to get your take in the last five minutes on, uh, let's go to basketball. Let's go to the NBA because you mentioned that, um, you, you know, just the same way sports cards has gotten me into, into soccer and F1 and other sports. Uh, I was a football, I was a football basketball guy, a little bit of baseball. It's got me into baseball huge too. It's actually gotten you from, you know, F1 soccer, hockey, football over into basketball too. We've talked about Darius Garland and um, Darius Garland got a co-sign from this guy, Steph Curry. And Steph Curry, I just want to emphasize to everyone out there why Steph Curry is number one on our sports card investment report. Um, so our sports card investment report actually has a, a, it's more like a top 50 now, but it's, I call it the top 25, top 125, excuse me, but it's more like a top 150. Steph Curry is number one um, in spite of everything. And the reason why is because um, don't get it twisted. Like this guy, even though he's injured right now, he's going to come back probably about a week after this podcast airs. He's scheduled to come back against April 7th against the Los Angeles Lakers approximately. Um, And we've seen not a dip in his modern card value, but we have seen overall, I'm summarizing, but there has been a dip in his 2009 rookie card value. Um, So for example, um, his 2009 Panini base uh, numbered 357 card in PSA 10. Look at this. I mean, it was selling for double the amount uh, earlier this month. We're at the end of March here. So January, February sales, 2,200, 2,400, uh, 22, uh, 22 and some change. Um, since the injury, 1,700. Uh, the most recent sale, 1,000. You know, this is a guy that's going to come back from injury and basically give sports card investors the scenario that we all want, which is we want to be holding the main player on the team that's in the finals about to win the championship. We want to be holding their PSA nine or their PSA 10. Uh, So whether it's Devin Booker or Steph Curry, in this case, we're talking about Steph who's number one. We have seen a 50% decrease in his card and in, in this particular card, but we've seen a decrease by at least 10% in many of his 2009 rookies. So I'd encourage all of you to go, Read the sports card investment report at nooffseason.com, but also go to marketmoversapp.com. Use the promo code nooffseason, save 20% there, and do some research on Steph Curry and see if there's a play that you can make on some of his rookie cards. Um, he's just, you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be in the Western Conference Finals. Like, there's just I'll, I'll guarantee it right now on the show. He's gonna be in the Western Conference Finals, and you're gonna want to be holding his cards in June at that point in time. I need to buy some curry cards as well. I just, you know, I mean, for the same play for me, uh, getting four or five Lando Norris cards or one Stephen Curry, I had to make a different move. And uh, I mean, as you know, probably further down the line, I'm going to jump on Stephen Curry's train for a long-term play. But uh I like to see that there are still dips in his market and that we can, uh, we can still, you know, try to grab the cards and, 
make some profit mid or long term? Yeah, I, I, I saw Slab Stocks put out a, an email today, actually, that it was saying how big of a deal is player performance, really. And I, I think if you, regardless of what card you're holding, and I would prefer that you're all holding serial numbered rookies or autoed rookies. But if, you, if you're not, if you're just holding maybe some base, base PSA 10 rookies uh, on the low end of things, um, player performance, I still think is the number one driver. I think it's still, you know, somebody puts up a 50 point game or somebody wins a race or somebody scores a goal. I mean, look, like it still, it still drives the, the yep. card market, which is, you know, that, that's what this, that's part of what the sports card investment report is all about at nooffseason.com. And it's part of what Greg and I talk about on the podcast all the time. So you want to make plays. You want part of the reason why I'm buying Oscar, Oscar Piastri is because he hasn't done anything yet, but I believe he will. It's not because I like the look of his card. It's because, or just that he's F, you know, one of the more affordable F1 cards because he's an F2 guy. It's, it's because I think he's going to move up to F1, replace Fernando Alonso, like Greg said, hopefully podium, hopefully win some races. And I think Steph Curry's got more championships in him. I, I, so I think you're buying low on Steph Curry right now, um, and that's why he's number one. So, uh, Greg, anything else you want to add? I know we're at our time limit, but anything else you want to add before I take us out with the outro here? Uh, I think I'm good for this week, man, because in my head, I have a lot of topics that I want to get on for our next show. Um, so we didn't talk about LeBron James. There's so many uh, soccer players we didn't talk about, and uh, I want to get on it in, in the next weeks. And maybe uh, when we get back in uh, two weeks from now for our next show, we will talk about uh, how we closed our Lando Norris partnership, let's call it this way. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so everybody like we, we each individually prep a lot for this show and same thing with Kendall and I, but I think what we haven't done yet is we haven't like prepped together. So I'd love, I'd love to take Greg up on, um, he's already kind enough to donate his time to this show. And if we're able to, to prep for maybe 30 minutes back and forth, um, on, you know, just, uh, 30 minutes in total on messaging even, uh, would be great to make sure that we hit some points that, that we both want to get on and don't, don't forget everybody go to um, sportscardstrategy.com and click the link to join the Facebook group. Ask us questions there. Um, be part of the community there. We're going to always answer your questions on the show, make you guys part of the show. We're even talking about getting people from the Facebook group onto the show in some form or fashion. That's something that we haven't done yet, but I'd like to do. So um, yeah, help us build the community and definitely check out nooffseason.com and marketmoversapp.com where you can save 20% at both of those places by using the promo code NOOFFSEASON. Everybody, I'm Paul Hickey with NOOFFSEASON.com. Craig Longto, thank you as always. Uh, English you, as man. his second language. I'm super, like, like, can't, like mind blown. Sort of already <laughs> knew that. Uh, just, just, you're the man. Thanks again for everything. And thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Everybody have a great day.